Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Professionally Unprofessional Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Nickname, and today we have a very special guest. Hello. Hello. This is Aaron. Uh, say hi, Aaron. Hello, hello. Okay, so how how's everyone doing today? How are you doing, man? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Are you actually wearing a whole suit for this? Yes, of course I am. We keep a professional here. Are you insane? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's okay. Here's the thing. I'm using my PC right now, so um, uh, I can switch to my phone if you want me to. But like, this just works better. Well, we are recording right now, and I'm not getting rid of this recording. So let's keep going. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Nice. 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 Okay. So, uh, inform the audience on what you do, what you plan to do as a job. What do you, What are you planning to do professionally? Well, as a job, something like my most wanted thing I want to do when I'm older is uh, be a uh, voice actor, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a few good questions about this. So, what made you want to start being a voice actor, and why not just an actor in general? Because those get a lot more attention, and you... Because I look disgusting. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because... That uh... would explain why you don't want to show your face. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's because of this. Um, because, uh, because of this. When it comes to voice, when it comes to actual acting, you need to you need you need to fit like a specific role. You need to look a certain way. You need to be like all this. When it comes to voice acting, it just matters on your voice, you know. I mean, I get that. Like, uh, and I I thought you would bring up like how, you know how actors sort of are, for lack of a better term they're very idealized. Like you, um, I actors the, like celebrities. The more I see them, they just do something, and everyone wants to know about them. Like, uh, let's say they have a divorce, everyone's gonna yeah. be on them. Like. Oh, what crime did they commit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait, yeah. I just realized something. Uh, you know that show Extra? Yeah. Extra. Extra. Fucking. Extra. Extra. Yeah, yeah, extra. Yeah. Extra. Yeah, that's, that's what a show. But anyway, the, uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, not, ju- not just that, but, but like, but, but like, but like being an actor, usually that gives you that, that, that this gives you that you have like a face basically you like like if you ever like you have you know, a face yes and i also have a face yeah i'm not an actor no no, no no i mean like no i mean like i'm not a burn victim Eric. no but the uh <laughs> not what i'm not what i'm saying is this with an actual like when like when you're an actual actor you have like a face so, you know, like, you have someone to associate it with. I just want to be someone where it's just like, okay, their voice sounds cool. And if I want to show my face, and if I want to go to panels, if I actually do become that famous when it comes to uh, voice acting and stuff, I'd be more than willing to go do that. Just, uh, just, I, just like, when it comes to actual, like, actual, like, acting, it's a, it's a lot more, like, it's, it's a lot more, like, commercialized and, like, marketed and, like, and, like, you know, like, shown to, like, the... And like showing to the public, I just want to, I, I just want to do my thing, and if and, and if I become popular, so be it. Okay, so you don't really want to, for lack of a better term, you're not in this for the popularity. You're in this for money and fun. Money and fun, funny. Yes, <laughs> yes, funny. Yes, to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, a few. Qu- so about about that fun. So what really wanted you? What what do you do? You want to voice act? Excuse excuse me. Ah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, it comes like voice acting and stuff. I would be willing to voice, like, I mean, like, I want, I'm, I like, here's the thing. If I can fit the role, I'm, I'd be more than willing to do it. For example, for for example, if there's like a live action movie, it's like a CGI character, and they can't, and they need to find someone to actually voice act them. I'd be willing to do that. If they had like a cartoon character or an anime character, whatever the whatever the heck, I'd be willing to. I mean, I'd be willing to voice act it if I could actually fit the role. I I I, I don't I don't think I'd do that good if I was some type of just like just like just like. Uh, a baby. If I was trying to voice act a baby, 
and then you I had you to sound like one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, uh, anyway. see you in your soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is gonna be on the on the title of extra extra. <laughs> extra. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what I was gonna bring bring it. Well, that is a good question. Like the criteria for you Hello? is simply just that you can do it. Like the fact that it makes sense for you to roll, like your your voice. Matthew, would... I can't, Matthew you're lagging out. Could you please, Matthew, you're lagging out. Ah oh, shit, I I think I know how to fix this. Matthew. Okay, just a moment. Just a moment. Uh, is my voice any better? Matthew, you're lagging a lot. Fuck. Okay. Uh, can you, can you yeah, hear just, me? Uh, it's okay, okay. It's working better now. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I, I get you that your criteria is that your voice fits, but that wasn't the exact answer to my question. What really got you into voice acting? Like, what made voice acting it? Because... Oh, actually, actually, there was actually a specific person. So, here's, so, here, so here's, so here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite video games of all time, and actually, actually no, my favorite video game of all time, oh, Kid yeah. Icarus Uprising. Oh, uh, Kid Icarus. A, oh, so I got game on the 3DS actually. Uh, I played this game back on I like originally when I was like like at like ten, nine, or even eight actually. Here's the thing about it: there's a character in that game named Hades, and and his voice just it's so good. If you if it's you're, so if you're sexy. No, that's not what I mean. It it, sounds, <laughs> it just sounds really good. My point Hades is my, ASMR. Yes. Hello, Pet. No, no, no. No, no, no. What I was saying was this. His voice, it, it just, it really made me think, like, I, I looked, like, after hearing his voice, I, I, thought I looked more into, like, voice acting and stuff, and looked more into, like, the, like, the actual, like, voices behind some of my favorite characters. I mean, like, some of my, some of my favorite, some of my favorite voice actors, like, uh, Joe Zija, uh, Sean Schemmel, uh, people like that, uh, a, a lot of them are just, like, they, they, like, I mean, like, even then, if I don't like the character and they still have a good voice, I can still commend them for that. Like, it, like, and I, I don't mean, like, the person in real life, I mean, like, the character in, like, a show, anime, movie, whatever, mm-hmm. game, whatever, and I just love that, and I always and I, and, I, and I always want to. I always want there to be like another kid in the world where where they were where like it sounds it sounds kind of cheesy, but they would listen to like a, they would listen to like my voice as like a character, and they think and they think and then they'd think what I think, and then like and then they'd be like, I want to do that too one day, and then like they and then hopefully they'd become something like that. No, that so yeah, that isn't like very cringy. Like, and all I want I, I want to leave a legacy, and I want to make it something like that. It, I mean, that's something everyone wants, in all honesty. I don't everyone, think... You... Everyone, everyone wants to leave a legacy, but here's the thing. I'm probably never going to leave a legacy of just like, oh, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, climbed, uh, uh, he climbed Mount Everest naked or something, or like he, or, or, without dying, and or something like that. Without, or, or, naked without dying. <laughs> yes, yes. Or, he played uh, oh, getting over it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He played, he, he played getting over in real life with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he, oh, yeah. Man. No, but then, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't. I, I, like, I probably never end up being something like that. But if I have a character who I voice or something that I do, and I voice that character, and 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 uh, and I leave some kind of like. Some something on someone, and then they're just like that. Even even just like one person, and then they're just thinking like. Wow. I want to be what that a, guy. What a voice. What a voice. I'll be the number one voice actor. No, no. The, uh, Make me my sweet uh, prince. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> this guy. This guy. But like, yeah. No, but like, in I general, I, I just, it, it's like leaving a legacy to me. And honestly, being, being like a doctor, like a therapist is something I've always, I, I also thought about doing like as a job in the future. Here's the thing about that. That would seem fulfilling for me at the same time. 
But being a voice actor would only would only be fulfilling. It would also be just it would just be something fun to do. And I I and I'd also have a pretty good chance of leaving a legacy from that. So that's like three good things from that. Okay, so uh, so essentially, you want to leave something behind, and honestly, that's something I want too. I'm not really going to talk about uh, my my hope for my career since this is yeah. well your episode, yeah. but I think everyone wants Continue. to leave that behind. Everyone wants that. Like, I don't think a single person, like a better term, I don't think any firefighter goes into a fire and hopes not to inspire more firefighters. I don't think any soldier goes out there probably going to die to hopefully inspire more people to fight for the country. And same thing of cops, same thing, same thing, yeah, all those types of things. There, everyone wants to leave a legacy. And even if it's not like you remember, Nurses, doctors, all types of people. Yeah. Even if, for lack of a better term, even if the people gas station don't, employee, uh, that guy. Yeah. In the end, everyone's needed. And when I was going to scan like, those cigarettes so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I, wow, Aaron, we need you to keep it professional, man. <laughs> Yeah, eh, I mean, I, I don't think mentioning cigarettes is, you know, unprofessional. But anyway, continue. So what I was going to say is, even if people, I, this is a weird thing to say, but even if people, like, don't remember your name, I think they'll remember the character, and through that, they'll remember you. And Yeah, because, because, because of every character comes a voice. For example here, not just Hades, but another favorite character of mine from a game that I very, that, actually, I, I mean, actually, this is from, actually, from a, yeah, from a game I very much like. Um, so... Visual novels. Visual novels, most of the time, they don't have many. They're mostly just like text boxes, text 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 boxes and stuff. Yeah, and a lot less of a game and more like you just live. I'm reading them. a book. Yeah, yeah, that's what's called a visual novel. the the point of it, The point of it is this: visual novels of actual with, with gameplay and stuff that actually that actually like really fun. For example, stuff like Ace Attorney or Danganronpa. But more specifically, Danganronpa, a video game franchise that I that, that, that has a lot of ups. And a lot, a lot of downs, like <coughs> games, anime. And, 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 I mean, yeah, the, <coughs> games, anime. <laughs> and and, and the, I mean, this podcast isn't about that. But more importantly, the the overall just Danganronpa is a very interesting franchise because of the fact that uh, one of my favorite characters from that, uh, Kokichi Oma, he's a character who uh, I, I I I don't know if I've actually mentioned him, mentioned him to you in the past. But anyway, I, I, was, I was talking about a different one actually. Uh, a bit ago, actually, I might actually might get into him at some point. But here, but but here's the thing with that. Not only does he have a really good, you not only does he have like a very just good character. He's very entertaining, has a very good personality. His voice actor is just very good as well. And overall, right. when you when you mix all that into one character, you get like one of the best characters I've seen in almost any game I've ever played. Like you, you, that, that's when you got the good stuff. When you have a character who has a good personality, or or has no voice. Or just or a bad voice, you can still have the character there. If you have someone with a good voice with a horrible character, you still have the voice there. But when you mix both, you get yeah, yeah, it, it, chef kiss. Like it's a good chef kiss. Chef's kiss, yeah. Uh, so what I was gonna say is, so in your eyes, the voice really brings the character to life, and I kind of agree. <laughs> like yeah, uh, <laughs> this is something I kind of want to tell you. About. But I recently sort of I didn't start reading uh, Steel Ball Run, but I did start watching Steel Ball Run. For those who, <laughs> sorry. For those who are wondering, we're talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I love the. That is such perfect timing. Fate really has a good sense of humor. I was. <laughs> sorry, I was drinking water and I started choking on it. Anyway, <laughs> I started drowning. Yeah, I started drowning. Oh, no, nothing big. I just started drowning. Yeah. Was that a good accent or was that really bad? Be let's honest. just continue. Let's, let's <laughs> just, to say the least, let's just continue. <laughs> 
but um, I, and in all honesty, uh, the, I watched two different dubs. One of them is coming out a lot slower, and dear God, there's very good reason. You're lagging. Okay, excuse me. So, there's very good anyway, reason. Anyway, what were we saying? There's very good reason that, so I watched two different dubs. I'm currently watching one that's been completed. And the voices of the characters really give me an automatic sort of understanding of what they're like. Um, Gyro, the, the guy who voiced Gyro, I won't spoil much. He, his charisma and his sort of gusto in how he speaks really resonated with me. Like, he's so happy and well, yes, and I'm not going to reveal too much about him. It does fit with his character. He is, life without a term, a very happy guy. Yeah. But, but that is, uh, I'm not going to go too deep. But he it likes does, playing with balls. He has big <laughs> steel <laughs> balls. But anyway, okay. the uh, but anyway, the actual like the thing about like actually, in fact, actually about uh, steel ball run. Gyro is my favorite character in there, aside from Funny Valentine, because, Christ. God. He's a funny val. He can be my funny Valentine. <laughs> okay, everyone, thank you for watching this episode of the podcast. See you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me. I'll talk a little bit about Funny Valentine uh, later today. But, um, so, I understand that. Like, Hey, Matthew, see- Matthew, Matthew. When you, when you first told me about this, I th- is this for school or not? God damn it, we have to re-record this. I ha- yes it is. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, Continue. but I'm still having but I'm still having fun with this. Like um uh, professionalism yeah. aside, this is a very fun this is I'm actually having a lot of fun because um in class we talk a lot about podcasting, how it's basically just turning talking to someone into your job. Yeah. And that is something I can't I wouldn't say that this is something I'd want to do completely for my career. If I ever become a voice actor, I'd probably do this, probably do this like a side job if I had enough time to. Yeah, like, in all honesty, this won't take too long to do. But um, the thi- what I was going to bring up is two things. Number one, I haven't gotten to Funny Valentine's voice, but he needs to have one thing if I'm going to listen to him, and that is gusto. He needs to have that charisma. Because I won't talk too much about Funny. In the manga, he does. Here's the thing. Even though it's not like an actual, like, because it's obviously just, it's a book. It doesn't actually have like a real voice to it. You, you, you know what he sounds like. You know who he is, you know? Yeah, but what I was going to say is Mr. Val- Mr. Valentine, uh, he is such an interesting character because he's so, for lack of a better term, he really feels like someone I, a lot of people would elect to be the president. And I don't mean that in negative connotation. In fact, I think he might be better than Donald Trump, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he's his whole thing is that he's just so godforsakenly charismatic that anyone will follow him. We have met every single villain isn't as well. Villains aren't really bad people, and mo- most of the people who our main characters fight aren't really bad. They all the ones that are hired by Valentine. Valentine uses his charisma to sort of have them follow him. It's not as though he threatens them most of the time. He's just that charismatic. Uh, there was one of the guys, Mike Q, who would literally die for him. Yeah. And that is, yeah. Like, also, other thing about Funny Valentine. Uh, we discussed this a while ago, but is it isn't it really funny how politicians are like <laughs> the? Yeah. yeah that because, is very... because because like because like like in a lot of like video games, anime, a lot of Japanese culture, they're always like shown to be like uh, just like they're always they're always either shown to be very wacky or very corrupt or very corrupt and wacky. 
I would probably say corrupt and wacky because Funny Valentine, you can't call a guy named Funny Valentine serious. Yeah, I mean, good point. And then you have, like, present, not Senator Armstrong. Okay, if we're going to get into <laughs> Rise, okay, look, here's the thing. If, if we're going to get into Metal Gear Rising, you, you should have told me, my guy, like, okay, but, like, no, but, like, seriously. Uh, Metal Gear Rising, what a game. Uh, Metal Gear Rising. Uh, talk a little bit about the voice acting, <laughs> a little. Okay, so let's get into a few things about it. One, I mean, like, every character in that game is voiced amazingly, more specifically, um, my, uh, uh, my, uh, Senator Armstrong, uh, character who, uh, sure is something. Uh, and, 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 <laughs> and, and I'm gonna be honest, he is the most quotable video game character I have ever seen. <laughs> like, seriously, I, I have quoted him in just normal conversations so many times that, like, my friends, my friends who know about him, they're like, if I quote him in a conversation with other people and, and they're there, we just, like, look at each other and we're just like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but the, nice. But the, uh, like, nice. Ev- everybody liked that. But the, uh, not, but like in Metal Gear Rising more specifically, um, I mean, the thing about Armstrong is that he's a very interesting character, even though, even though he isn't really around in the game for that much. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, he's, he shows up like two cutscenes, but like, he, he's still very interesting throughout his whole fight and then all of his conversations with, all conversations with Raiden and when you get to more, when you actually get to learn more about him. The issue of it is this. We would have gotten to understand so much more about every character in Rising, but for some reason, Konami and Kojima had to have such a bad splitting up that the actual, like, uh, I mean, like, supposedly from what I've heard, the rights for Metal Gear in also Castlevania are kind of, like, up in the airs right now. Uh, like, I mean, Konami's actually kind of willing to, like, sell it. And if Kojima buys it, I would be hoping to to whatever's up there, Lugia, the Spaghetti Monster, God. Lugia, the, the Cypher, Spaghetti Monster. Cypher, the Sky Dragon, I don't know. Whoever, <laughs> whatever's up there, please. Just give me Metal Gear Rising or Vengeance 2. It, it's 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 all I need, and I just need it. Like it's it's a game that like because the, it literally ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, you like, can't really. You, like, it's kind of it's kind of annoying when a whole fran like there's so many franchises that just like end on cliffhangers, and then we never get anything more from there. It's just it just kind of stops there. Like you know? I remember uh, Castlevania. Uh, Castlevania and the Symphony of the well. Night's the best game in that franchise. Well, the ending. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was perfect. The anime? Yes, but it was very good. We had a really good closing. I didn't, I really didn't feel unsatisfied with everything that happened. It was a happy ending. Like, I usually don't like happy endings in my stories. Not like that, but I personally preferred like bittersweet endings because a happy ending can sometimes ruin the sort of, black better term, impact of the story. Like with, I'm trying to think of a very good example, good example of this. Like, I would honestly, uh, here's a good example. So, have, you guys probably haven't watched, watched Black Crew, but um, in the first season, we meet Knox, who's sort of, he's basically killing everything because he's start harnessing life force to go back in time. And he basically ultimately achieves his goal, but he only does tw- 20 minutes, and it revives most of the people he's killed, but not all of them. And all that's left is just a wasteland he left. And it's bittersweet because all of our characters are alive. We get this all of them did survive, but the wasteland he created never got fixed. Yeah, yeah. And that was a very good moment. Um, trying to th- think, like Avatar, but with other stories like Avatar, uh, Last Airbender, and not the movie. The a- yeah. Movie. Fuck the movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, continue. <laughs> but um, it really ended, it ended on a mainly happy note, 
and it didn't ruin the story. It was very good. It was a nice little neat bow without ruining everything. Mm -hmm. So, as is a, a few other questions. So, who is, if you could voice any character, like, that you know? Who right now? You? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. You have, like, a top ten list. I don't, but I can make one right now. <laughs> uh, actually, no, we have more of a top five list, actually. Okay, let's get into it really quickly. All right, five characters who, here's the thing. Some of them I don't even really know if I could ever really voice act with my but voice. But if you I mean, could, if you could. If, if I could, I would, um, I, would, I would love to. You wouldn't even have to pay me. I'd, just, I'd, be, mo I'd be more than willing to do that. Dude, would you pay to voice? <laughs> pay to voice someone. No, here's why. Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? actually, you know what? Now I think about it, I would bribe the judges. <laughs> no, the, uh, bribe the judges. Blackmail. Hey guys, so I have two hostages back there, and if you want <laughs> me to, and if you want me to voice Jetstream Sam in the next Metal Gear <laughs> Rising want... game, then hey you better. Guys, then I you have two you... people in my basement, but if you, yeah. but if you let me voice Jetstream Sam from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Revengeance. I... Metal Gear Rising yeah. Revengeance Two: The Reckoning, you would, <laughs> I would. Burger I, King I, foot I, lettuce. Burger King foot lettuce. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah. Actually, oh wait, okay, 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 wait, okay, wait. Mainly, actually, 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 I'm, actually, I got, actually, would you mind if I were to cut it down to three? Actually, no, it's, actually it's chill, man. I got you three. Okay, but number one. Actually, this is like the character I want to voice the most. So, you, have you ever played Team Fortress Two? Oh my God, I love Team Fortress Two. The voice acting. Okay, I, I hate to interrupt. Wait, 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 just one thing, one thing. Demo Man. If I could ever voice Demo Man, oh boy, that would be amazing. So because I to interrupt your or Sniper, either one of either one of those two, amazing. <laughs> Their voice actors are 10 out of 10. Okay. But as long as there's is, still two people left two? on the planet, somebody's going to want somebody dead. All right, continue. <laughs> okay. I'm, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about TF2 because it's whole thing. It's, I would say it's filled with such life. Like, uh, I'd honestly say it's better than Overwatch. Oh, my God. If you think Overwatch is better than TF2, then uh, you may want to go. You are objectively if, a yeah, yeah, person. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. No, I'm, no, I'm going to tell you this. You should probably go see a doctor because you probably have a brain injury. Or actually, actually, I, okay, wait, okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. Wait, I have a more friendly. I have a more of a. I have a better way of saying this. So here's the thing: if if you don't, if you think over, think Overwatch is objectively better than TF2. I had to break to you, man, but the uh, uh uh, but the circus is ten miles that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. all I have to say. But like, the reason seriously. I'm gonna bring this up is like, Overwatch is, for lack of a better term, not only a broken mess of a game, but its personality. So you mean shit? Yes. He has the personality of a goddamn toothpick. Also, by the way, every character has virtually nothing to him. There's lore, but it's bad lore. The only character in that, in that whole, whole franchise that I even like is Winston. And, that, and that's because he's a funny monkey who uses a laser gun. And that... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would, okay, I would disagree. Bastion is, is basically the Iron Giant, which I think is really nice. Yeah, aside from, yeah. Bastion's kind of interesting because he's basically just the Iron Giant. But yeah, aside from that, it's not really much. But like TF2 is all about, for lack of a better term, the characters. Even if you don't like the game, you love the gameplay. The, the gameplay, the gameplay, I like. But still, to this day, I love the characters to the point. Actually, actually, you know what's really annoying about all this, about all this stuff? I am so mad that Valve has been focusing so much money into like CS:GO and like Dota 2. When on the other hand, literally, literally, personally, and personally, the best thing that they've literally ever made is just sitting there and they you they can make something so good hear me out 
So they do a bunch of big. So they do a really big update with with, uh, with, with like TF2. They or TF3. They, they can make TF3, man. I don't think they should do that because the game is still really really good. They just have to add actually update some stuff. Have uh, maybe maybe actually put in the heavy update. Uh, hell, you know what'd be really really cool? Put in a new shorts. We have last one we got was expiration date, which is my personal favorite. But I still, love, I really love to meet the pyro because meet the pyro is hilarious. Okay, but, but first, so what was so amazing about Meet the Pyro is that Pyro originally, we always thought of him as this, for lack of a better term, a psychopath. We always thought he was this- That is the best term you could put us in. What do you mean? Like- <laughs> Best way of describing him. Yeah, yeah. But when we find out what, what he is, it's somewhat tragic and somewhat more interesting because we find out that he has no idea what he's doing. He thinks he's just having a good time, like in the short. Um, I'm gonna actually bring it up here. Here, uh, so just just a moment. Put a moment here. No momento. Bro momento. Please give me a bro momento. Bro momento. Okay. One of my friends goes by that on a Discord. Uh, shout, uh, yeah, shout out to my boy Josh. Okay, so I'm gonna show to this guy. This is the most is one of the most amazing things I think has ever been written. Are you actually just playing it? Yeah, I'm just playing it to show. Wait, I'm just gonna wait. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I'm sure. Also, also, but also, by the way, get closer to the mic because because I kind of can't hear you that well. Uh, can you oh. hear this? Yeah, I can. Just put uh, just put it like on full screen. So. Yeah, I, I love the fact that Scout of like the fact that Scout and Heavy are like so, just like scared. Yeah, they're so terrified of him. Yeah. And then, why do you have YouTube on light mode? You are a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Screw up. I haven't had a chance to hear you. Uh, I can't really hear it that well, but eh, it's fine. The point is, is... is this. So if, if you're watching this, uh, one can only shed that or what the, what's lies behind that mask. While he's burning people alive. Okay. On the inside, he sees this. So on the okay, inside so... of... No, like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna spoil it yet. So the thing about him is you see this godforsaken psychopath, this demon of a human being. What is he thinking? And a lot of people honestly wonder if if he is a he or even human. No one knows. Because we never get to see Pyro's mask come off. We never get to see that. And that provides so much intrigue. But watch this. But on the inside, he sees this. Yeah. He sees this, basically. Everyone's happy, and he's giving them rainbows through his... In, 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 fact, in fact, actually, in fact, actually, in TF2, Wait, you can actually... Sorry. And he just, and he just, and he thinks he's giving so it. So I'm like, not going to show you the entire video. For legal reasons, but. Wait, 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 okay, wait, one second, though. For the thing about it is this, actually, actually, in TF2, I actually own, uh, you know, like, you know, like, like, the little, like, you know, like, the little, like, imaginary, like, tuba thing that shoots out rainbows? I actually have that in-game. <sighs> okay, but the reason I bring this up is that we provide, is that, that good. Pyro sees the world in that vision, and that provides so much character to him. In fact, and, in fact, it's actually called Pyrovision in the comics. Yeah, there's... Speaking of which, I'm going to get into that in a minute, but continue. There's even, like, an item. But another thing I want to bring up is uh, every single voice in the game 
every single character has such personality yeah. that um, I could never, I could describe, you just need to listen to one clip of their voice to know their entire personality. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's not because they're simple characters. They are simple characters, but not in a bad way. In the comics, there's a lot more nuance to a lot of these guys. Yeah, uh, but what's so, ter- what's so interesting is it's not as though any of their lines, it's not as though they're simple characters. It's that their lines are just so well, are so simply, they summarize their characters so easily that I could send you a single clip of the characters and you'd see them. And uh, but I, they- I, Matthew, by the way, I know literally, uh, I, I know a good majority of, uh, of, of, of uh, Meet the Heavy by heart. <laughs> Hello. People think they can outsmart me. <laughs> Maybe. I love that. That is the best line that has ever been said in that entire Wait, let me series. finish. Let me finish. But I have yet to meet someone who can outsmart the bullet. bullet. <laughs> that is my. That is still probably the funniest thing I have ever heard. Funniest. That, that is the funniest shit I have ever heard from any of those characters. Even I, I don't even think Heavy's the funniest character. I think Demo is. But even then, like Heavy, he has so many good lines, and that is my personal favorite from any of the characters. Because that is just not only is it funny, it's just true. Like you can you can outsmart someone, but if they have a gun, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into an argument about the pistol shrimp here. Yeah. Um, oh, like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not going to talk about that for now. <laughs> I am heavy weapons guy. I am heavy weapons guy. And this is my, my gun. gun. Um, I remember, like, what the thing about... She, she weighs 158 kilo, She weighs 150 kilograms and fires 200 custom tool cartridges to at 10,000 rounds per minute. It costs... Four hundred thousand dollars to fire this weapon for twelve seconds. Who touched Sasha? Who touched my gun? And like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, 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 who touched Sasha? Who touched my gun? <laughs> okay, but what's so magical? Like again, I could describe those those characters like that, and it's I'd honestly say a lot of it comes down to the lines and the voice acting because yeah. Even, because for lack of a better term, if I were to describe just objectively, a lot of people would, if I were to put a character from TF2 and a character from Overwatch next to each other, a lot of people might say, oh yeah, the Overwatch one is, is a bit more, inter- is more interesting. A lot of people might say that if they don't know. Why? But why is that? Because here's, because here, because here's about the TF2 characters. Their designs, incredibly simple stuff. And, but, but, but on the other hand, your characters. The scout. The, the, the scout is a cocky. Is is just a, is a cocky teenager who who just oozes personality. Yeah. The heavy. Heavy. Uh, heavy. Heavy is a serious Russian man who has, <laughs> who has who has the heart of gold. Demo is a. This isn't a joke. Demo man's whole backstory is that. <laughs> you want to know? You want to know? He actually lost the eye. How? Tell me. So, let me explain this to you. It's actually funny. I think I'm pretty sure it's actually explained this in the comics, but I, this is what I remember specifically. So demo, so demo actually, demo actually lost the eye by by this happening. So, you know, uh, you know the gun he had. Yeah, that's the gun. The sword he owns. Oh my yeah. god! Did it's, he pop his eye out? Let me. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. 
So here, so so here's the thing about it. So here's, so here's the thing about it. That his eye socket right there is actually cursed, and basically the basically the eye just ripped itself out one day, and then and then and then the, and then and then and then he basically took his sword and it tried killing the eyeball, and then the energy from the eyeball went into the sword, and then and then he had an eye patch and a cursed sword. <laughs> he has a cursed sword and an eye patch. But what I remember about him also, is that. He- and, and, purely and, off alcohol and, at one point. And and that's why and that's why and that's why it's called the Islander. The Islander. Skylanders. Skylanders. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not gonna. We're, we want to talk about it later. We can, but I'll stick on TF2 for now. Yeah. But, but like, like, the Islander is actually that's why it's like that's why it's actually just named that because, well, I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, it's just it, it's a it's a sword that has, that has its whole its whole thing is that it, its energy came from a fucking eye. Like. Yeah. Uh, the the soldier. Oh my god, the soldier! Listen, a lot of people might say that the soldier is bad, but he I went miss, out and killed Nazis, which I, which I miss, as a dude. I miss, I'm, uh, I, I miss Rick May so much, man. That guy. Rick! <laughs> so, Damn it, man. I don't like that, that guy. Yeah, but the thing about the, the soldier is that he is a... A fucking second. Like, like the guy is like, the, the, the guy. I, I love his. I love his meet. I love his meet the team video because at one point he's just holding a shovel, just screaming at them. There's. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like he's. <laughs> I remember like you talked about um, Noah's Ark. Yeah. And God, was that magical? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just so happy. Um, but the thing about him. Is that we also got to see that he was wizard, he was roommates with the fucking wizard, and the reason he's such a and the reason the wizard is such a dick is because of how the soldier drove him insane. Yeah, the whole reason my <laughs> Erasmus is such a crazy, it just is like this is because of heavy. It is good not heavy because of soldier. I remember also um from why am I forgetting its name? The most recent short. I'm. I'm blinking out. Why am I blinking Expiration out? date. Yes, expiration date. I have done nothing but teleport bread for two days straight. What did you do? I have done nothing but teleport bread for two days straight. <laughs> uh, it just makes me so happy. Uh, anyways, so then we have, like, the doctor. And he is... He is... I, can't, I keep saying a godforsaken psychopath so much time, but that's what all these guys are. But he's so, like he, you know the idea of like that ha- that doctor who wants to help people? Fuck that. He, he is basically Dr. Frankenstein. And he also has a lot of dubs called, like one of them, Archimedes. Uh, I love him. Aaron? Hello? Oh, shit. Uh, while we wait... Uh, let me. Are you interested in some royalty-free jazz? You know, a good friend of mine once said, whenever you, if the world is ending, listen to some royalty-free jazz. There's nothing better to do. 
So note that our podcast is hopefully not over yet, but you're going to have to wait a little. So, the thing about this song is it is royalty free, so I can play it without fear. But what is so interesting is that uh, there's a lot to talk about. He's a voice actor. Aaron is a very good friend, and I really appreciated him coming to the show. We're not done yet, so I want you to just stick around and wait for the show. Okay? See you soon. Peace and happiness is that. Sorry, I had to do some credits. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So tell us why you had to leave for a minute. So let me explain. So uh, I was fidgeting with one of my books that kind of fell under my desk, and basically, and, and basically, my little charging, my little charging station that everything's plugged into, it 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 has this button on here which basically turns it on and off. And if I turn it off, that all my electronics turn off on this desk. And here's the thing. So, so 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 books so books have like covers on them and I was flicking <laughs> no, it up books and down. have covers on them and then they were flicking it I was flicking it up and down and then it just and then actually I accidentally flicked the button and then my whole PC turned off so that's basically what happened <sighs> apologies apologies uh, like but like are we still recording though yeah I I recorded through this all you all you all you really have to do is just like it's just like you don't can, can you just like cut out this part like you, you oh like, I'm doing this completely live. <laughs> And, but oh. I did put some credits on. I did some royalty-free jazz. Ah, anyway, so that's what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, TF2 and the soldier and all that types of stuff. But anyway, back to, we were talking about expiration date. Uh, so yeah. Uh, no, we're just talking about TF2 in general. Uh, then we had Sniper, who 
I need you to describe him for me because the team needs. You can't justify him. You really can't. He's it's truly like beautiful. <clears throat> as long as there's still two people left on the planet, somebody's want somebody dead. I'll give it to more importantly. The uh, what I'm talking about is this. Um, when it comes to this, um, what is it? Um, what's his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, Sniper. Let me explain this to you. So Sniper is this uh, is an Australian man who is an assassin, a sniper, more specifically. Yeah. And he, well, from the, but like the guy, he, he's a very interesting character because he's like, like, like he's so used to just getting stuff done, but he's also an Australian. And you know what they say about Australians? They're, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know why it's called the the, the great upside, the upside down. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I love that. But the yeah, thing of, yeah. but can I tell you the, what I really like about him? He what? is such an efficient person. He He's is so very witty. Yes. Let me explain something to you. To those who, who don't know about TF2, which if you don't, please learn about it. Um, a big thing about him is he is he basically uh, he has he has piss jars um, because he yeah. basically he's at the other people. Yeah. Because his thing is, he has to like sort of stalk his prey. He has to make sure he's on the trail, and he can't. He can't go to the bathroom during this. Yeah. So what he does is he obviously has piss jars. But you see, he's so ingenious that what he does is he throws his piss jars at people. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, home. but you see, this does two things. Number one, it's literally covering. It's literally you throw a glass jar at someone. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt like hell. Number two, it's covering them in, in your literal piss. So that's going to suck for them. And that's yeah. going to get them very disoriented. And three, they will smell like shit. And you might think, well, why is this benefit? Well, you're a sniper. And even if he, so that means if you can't see them, you can smell them. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, he's, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, he's a genius. And more importantly, the actual, um, what is it? What is it? What was it again? The here's the thing about uh, TF2. There are these comics that they made, and for a while, I I actually read them, and they were amazing. They showed off so much character for the characters, the personality, everything they showed about the characters. Yeah, the TF1 cast. The TF1 yeah. cast. Yeah, it was amazing. And the actual ingenious idea that Valve made in here, the villains of the whole goddamn thing. Are the may are the characters from Team Fortress One? Yeah, that and that's is such a, a, um, a just ingenious idea because who would expect that? Because you you just expect it to be some type of original character, but instead, no, it's just you know. Holy shit! And then we have like the, the different lives that they sort of lived outside of their jobs. Like we have Pyro, who was a salesman. Yeah, Pyro's a salesman. Heavy, heavy has his whole family uh, up there in like, up there in like, uh, in uh, in like Siberia. Goddamn, like demo, demo lives with his de demo lives with his, you know, like mom. Yeah, and they actually act, they have a pretty good relationship. It's not. Yeah, it's a very, 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 very touching. <laughs> yeah, like, and like snipers doing his whole thing, and like that's so interesting. We get to see the lives that they live outside their jobs. And it's not yeah. as long, they're just heartless monsters. I mean, they, they're very close to heart, heartless read monsters. Read them, by the way. By the way, if you're, by, by the way, if you're listening to this, please read them. They're very good. You can get them for free. I, I really recommend them. They're on the internet, and you can find them for free. Yeah. 
They're free. They're very enjoyable. I could not recommend them to you enough. So some other questions, some other things I want. So let's get back to your tier list since this is where we started talking. Oh wait, no, no, no. not just like just like my three favorite like uh, voice yeah. acting character things. But like, but like, but like, but like, okay, wait, okay, but like before we st- before we end this, I am so mad about the TF2 comics. Okay, here's the thing. They stopped making them at literally the last second. They made every comic, and there was one left. They and they, didn't, and they, didn't, and they never made it. Still to this day. It was been never made. It was never made. Yeah, uh, I don't know how it ever ended. We never found. We never found out what the announcer's plan was. We never found anything about that. But instead, no, we get the. We get the. We get the. Get more fucking Dota two tournaments. Like anyway, so, that's so what else. Get back. Uh, we won't talk too much more about TF 2s voice acting, and you really have to experience it. It's yeah. Like we talked about it a little, but you you should watch. You should get some TF two. You should watch uh, Meet the Team. Anyways. Uh, Aaron, tell Actually, us about your second character you want to voice act. Um, if I ever could. Um, so Komaida from uh from Danganronpa. Now, we had a very long conversation a while ago about him. Yeah. And do you think he's you such an interesting ex- character? Yeah, he's such an uh, interesting uh, guy. Because let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Yeah. So, so the beginning of the whole game of Danganronpa too. Actually, sorry. Yeah, before you, before you continue, I want to talk a little bit about Danganronpa to sort of get the audience aware of what it is. Uh, you do that because I'm not the most experienced. Yeah. You are the Danganronpa expert. I may be a professional, but, uh, but I you I played are. all the games, so, yeah. Um, so, Danganronpa is this, is, this, is this visual novel franchise that was, that was made by, it was made by uh, Spike Chunsoft back in 2010. Funnily enough, the actual 10, actually, in fact, in fact, actually two months away from the 10 year anniversary, actually. But more importantly, the, uh, the first game was released in, was released on, I think, November 15th, 2010, and, and, and it released to actually overwhelming praise and success. I think the first game is actually the worst out of all, the, uh, all three of the games. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's actually a pretty good game. But like, like all things considered, it's not the best. But anyway, it's uh, it's good in many aspects. The they're, they're like like the character, most of the characters, are pretty good. Uh, and the actual gameplay in itself is actually quite interesting because there's these things called trials. Now, basically, the way it works is this. Uh, so, so the so the sixteen students, they're all put into a into a high school, and they are and they are forced to kill each other. And the way it works is this. You either kill someone, you get caught, and then you get and then you get executed in a in a wacky way, or you kill so, or, or or you or you kill someone, and then you don't get caught, and then everyone else aside from you dies, and you get to leave. But the but the actual uh, I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. But basically, but uh, uh, but like but, but like basically that's the whole thing of the whole game. So stuff like that keeps on happening. The actual story keeps on going on and on and on and on and on. But in Dongan, but like, but like, and the, but like during actual trials, the gameplay is a lot more, you know, like actually, actually like intuitive and fun because because like it's it's really snappy. Check, check out check it out actually, by the way, it's it, it, it's really snappy. This is really this is like actual there's actual like gameplay portions which we feel like from which feel like from an actual like video game and stuff. I mean like not to say visual novels are actual video games, but you get my point. The the uh, but like but like but like more importantly, Danganronpa two happened, and it's way better than the first game, and it has my favorite character from the entire franchise, Komaida, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but but let's just say he's really really lucky, and that's literally his talent. Oh yeah, I've, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So I don't. I, I, wait, 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 Matthew. Here's the thing. I I would love to, but but uh, here's the thing about it. I'm kind of worried we might spoil the game for some people, but hear me out. If you if you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, just skip just to like a, 
Skip to like skip like ten minutes. Skip, skip to about ten minutes or so. So anyway, so spoilers for Doctor Rapa two upcoming. But wait, I don't want to talk. A little, I want to talk a little about, about Doctor Rapa two before you skip. So what I was gonna say is, basically, the story of Doctor Rapa is a post-apocalyptic, not a post-apocalyptic, but very close. It, I, I mean, it's actually pretty close to it, yeah. But basically, what happens is in the original sort of world, uh, in Duncan Rump, in the sort of pre Matthew, Matthew, I just want to explain to you. You don't do you, you don't know anything about the game, like. No, I'm talking about the lore. Oh, the lore of it. Oh, okay. But I mean, do you actually know anything about that, or? Yeah, yeah, I know about that. So basically, there was this high school, this sort of school, for basically the most talented people in the world, those who would basically revolutionize the world, for lack of a better term. There's the ultimate fashionista, the ultimate the ultimate soldier, the ultimate anything. And basically, it's all about talents and all about, for lack of a better term, home, and the school was all about honing the talents of the talented, turning, turning the talented into the, skill, into the skillful, turning just really people who are really lucky and to have these talents into masters of a craft that, and that revolutionize it. And Aaron, I would like you to... Do you want to talk a little bit, a bit about more about it, or do you want to end it here about uh, Danganronpa? Yeah. No, I don't end it here. I want to say one more thing. So spoilers for Danganronpa two upcoming. So skip like so skip like a few minutes forward, like five, maybe seven. So here's so here's the thing about it. In Danganronpa two, there is this thing. Now, in the fifth trial in the second game, um. Every single time, specifically in two, every single like uh, few like every every single every, at the end of every single tra- uh, like chapter, a new area of this island because because in the second game it's actually on an island instead of a school. Um, uh, basically, they have to they basically unlock a new area of the island, and they're looking around here and all this stuff. There's like factories, all these different places and stuff, and weirdly, Komaida is just gone. And then and then, and then they and then they find out and they find out that he's actually inside of inside of the inside of the dining hall on the on the main island. So they go back there and they stop him because they want to interrogate him about all the weird shit he's been doing. Because in general he's just a, he's just a wacky goddamn guy. Uh, but but basically and and at the first at the beginning of the game he seems, seems very unassuming, but he's just but over but like over like throughout the game he starts to become more and more just wild. But anyway, um, at this point. Uh, he has this thing where he basically just like did, he, he he's someone who really really just like loves hope to the point where like to the, to the point where this if he feels so much uh, despair he he just goes crazy and if he and, he, and, and if he feels like so much so much so much like so much like hope he starts to just become like a he starts to just like preach hope around everyone around him that sounds very just annoying and but but it gets a lot more it's very charismatic charismatic it, it, it it's not. I'm sorry, but like it's just not. But like, but like, it, he's he's not charismatic. Almost everyone in the game hates him, except for like Hajime. But like, aside from that, uh, I mean, like, even to a certain extent, he does. But anyway, the well, but like, but like, any, but like, anyway. So they're interrogating him, and then a bomb like, blows up, and then oh. the entire main hall is just like on fire and all this stuff, and everyone's worried what's going on. And then Kamida just stands up, and then, and then he's trying, and then, and then he's just like this. He's sick of the killing game, so he so, so he's basically given Monokuma the headmaster an ultimatum: either you let us, uh, either either you tell me who the, either either you tell me who the who the traitor is. Actually, actually no, actually no. 
here, uh, he's, he's not gonna have this whole killing game thing. And and, and and he's and he's really trying to find trying really trying to find a actual traitor in here because 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 he feels because he almost feels kind of unworthy being a, being among all these people who actually have like real ass like talents. And then there's like someone in here who's lying and and and, and is either a fake person or lying about their talent. And he he just not gonna stand for that because he just such a hope freak and. And he basically gives Monokuma an ultimatum. He's either gonna blow up the everyone on the island or and the whole island with a bomb, or, or he tells him who the traitor is and he and he stops the bomb. So here's the thing. He does this. Everyone's all worried. Everyone doesn't know what's gonna do. And days go by and stuff. And then and then the, final, the clock finally reaches zero. And the island blows up. No, no, it's not what happens. What happens is this. Nagito, uh, actually said it. So here's the thing. It wasn't even gonna blow up. You know what was gonna happen with it? It wasn't gonna blow up at all. It was just a trick. And then a laptop that 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 they happen to find find inside inside the factory, an area in the Fifth Island, they find uh they find they find a little video of Nagito on there. And then Nagito he he's uh, uh and then and then he he's apparently in another area inside the factory. So they go so they will go into there to finally find him, but they don't see him anywhere. And then a fire bursts, and they're like, well, okay, what the hell are we supposed to go do? So they run over to the storage closet, and then they grab a bunch of fire extinguishing, like these little tiny like, you know, bottles of stuff. And everyone starts throwing them at once, and then the fire goes out. So then they go over, and they realize something. Nagito's dead. Yep, Nagito died. We have no idea who killed him, and it almost seemed impossible. But then, uh, but then, but then, as we start finding clues and stuff, and actual trials start to happen, more and more stuff starts to get revealed. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of it, but here's the thing: by the end of it, the murder plan is actually supposed to be revealed as this. Nagito somehow came up with an idea to make it so they had to find out who the traitor is, and that was the only way that could, could work. So basically, he, in a way, basically killed himself. So, 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 like, so, like, here's the thing. A few days before, he basically took some poison, put it inside of the, put it inside of actually the fire extinguishing uh, bottles, and then he, and then he also put, it also took a bunch of cardboard cutouts of of, uh, Mono, of Monokuma, and then lit them and put them up, put them up against the door. So then, so then we knocked them over, and then put them, put them onto some fire. It would then catch the whole goddamn building on fire, a bunch of other wooden stuff in there, and then basically, and, and then and then basically, and then basically that would make them throw in the throw in the poisonous tanks. Now Nagito was actually behind all of. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, literally, he was actually like, he was actually like behind the fire, and I, and I don't mean, I don't mean he caused it. I mean, he did, but like, he was like literally like, like physically behind the fire, and then and then he basically had a, and, and he basically stabbed himself in the legs a bunch of times, and started hurting all his, hurting all, hurting all his different parts of his body. So 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 if anything else hit him, he would just die. So then he was laying backwards, and he was holding a weight, which was also connected to a spear on the ceiling, and then it came straight down, and then he died. Now here's now now here's the thing about it. He was still alive, technically speaking, and the poisonous gas from from the actual from the actual um what do you call it um uh from the actual you know like like poison like from the from the actual uh, fire extinguishing uh, containers uh everyone threw those at once and and the poison there was what actually killed him and there was only one poison that and all the poison was like you know it was different types of it was all this it was all the same poison but 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 only one of those containers actually killed him and they had no idea who it could be it looked through all the evidence there was no way of figuring out who it could be. So, here's so 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 they give into one more idea. They try to find the traitor because here's the thing about Nagito. His talent is luck. Now in the first game, the main character's also talent was also luck, but it, but he didn't actually, he was actually quite was actually quite a quite a unlucky guy. But Nagito on the other hand, he's like literally like incredibly lucky. Somehow he's just the luckiest guy on this entire island. Hell, maybe even the like the like almost entire entire world. He's incredibly lucky. 
And then, because he wants them to find who the traitor is, it, he, it, it basically made it. So the first thing, this is the poison, the poison, the poisonous gas that was actually thrown from, that actually killed him, was the traitor. And the traitor the whole time was this one person named, uh, named, named Chiaki. And, like... He was a cinnamon roll. And she was, and, and, no one, and no one assumed anything from her. It turns out she was the traitor the whole time. But here's the thing about that. She wasn't a bad person. She was actually a good person because here's because because, because here's the thing. The actual ending of Danganronpa two explains this. The reason the, the, it was all basically basically a simulation in a way, and here's why. I say, and here's why. So they basically did this because of the fact that the, that the character that the actual characters. Um, I, well, I know you want to keep talking about this, but I gotta stop you just because I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay, but like, but like, but like, but like, okay, okay, I can get more. I can get more reasons why. But that plan is like, yeah, that is I, so ingenious. The writers somehow they, they they wrote this guy in a way to make it so they had so they came up with the only way that it that it could work, and it was such a good idea. I I wouldn't have thought thought about that. That's so genius. Yeah. So you would voice him now. I have, a, so I want you to say your say your thing. So say something. So who's your last character? Oh, last character. I don't have like a big thing about this. Just uh. So you guys know Shin Megami Tensei, or Persona more specifically. Okay. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei is basically okay. So for those warning, Persona it's this RPG series, uh, series, and it's actually a spinoff of this other series called Shin Megami Tensei. I'm not gonna get into really like why, but the main character in the new game that's coming out soon, Shin Megami Tensei Five. I really want to voice. Uh, if I could, he look. I, I like him a lot, just like from his overall design. I think his voice would sound really cool. So I, I would like to voice him at some point if I ever could. But like, you know, probably never would happen. I don't. I don't even have like a long tangent for that one. The rest of them be on like TF2 and Danganronpa and stuff. And like, yeah, because like, like the thing about Shimagami Tensei. Fuck. <laughs> Shimagami Tensei. Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> the thing about him is. That Shimigami Tensei Five has not come out yet, so I understand like why you don't really have a long tenure for it. We don't even know the voice of him yet, so like. Yes, and like the thing is with TF Two, like, and now a few other questions I want to bring in is Husband Hotel. Oh god, yeah, we're not talking about that. No, 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 no. no I'm kidding. Wait, you're not talking? You're uh, not we're talking about. I'm kidding, kidding. Okay, so Husband Hotel is, for those of you who don't know, one of the most amazing things ever, in my opinion. I really, really love Husband. I think Hotel. it's good. I think it's good. Like, I me, think it's real good. Now, I won't... But the thing about it that makes it really come to life are absolutely the characters. Um, there's... The concept is already amazing. It's this idea of a person with around the worst people hoping to make them better and their key to success being the one who wants to cause their downfall. Mm. And that concept is already amazing. This idea that the antagonist is the key to success. And due to that, that is such an incredible, ingenious idea. And the voice acting just brings the characters to life. Every single character is, is amazing. I'd honestly say, like, there are TF2 levels of personality. Well, I mean, there's only really, like, one episode. I don't think they're that fleshed out of characters yet, but they're pretty good. Yeah, I maybe I'm a little uh, fanboy, but I, I just love Hunter Hotel. So a few other questions I want to ask you is, number one, what makes a good voice actor to you? And like, what, what do I, what I mean by that is, there's obviously like a lack of passion, that, that's obviously a bad voice actor, but something, here's a good example. So, uh, Gyro Josta, Gyro, Gyro Zeppeli. From Hasman Hotel, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> gyro. So I could obviously say that I don't think I would be a very good voice actor. I, I would be okay, but I would not be good. And I can already tell you that. But like, what would make someone a good voice actor for, like, what, would make, what makes me not the right fit? Repeat that, please. Okay, so what makes a person suit a role for you? Like, what says, yeah, I'll this is the well, voice well, of the character. Okay, so I think that if, I th I, here's how I think it'd be done. Show a picture of someone, and that photo, and, 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 and show like a clip of them like moving around or talk, or like interacting with people or something like that. And, and I want them to try to make, I want them to try to make like something, something from there. For example, I mean like, I mean like for example, for example, like you have like a meathead characters. They, they, a lot of them have a similar voice to one another. I mean like, I mean like, I mean like, I mean like for example, Jiren in Dragon, in, in the Dragon Ball franchise, probably, 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 probably the worst character I've literally seen in any anime of all time. But like, but like, but like his voice makes sense because he's just a giant, he's just a giant meathead, you know, like that's kind of it. He's a meaty daddy. <laughs> He's a big boy. Okay. So another. So, so okay. Continue. So like what? So that makes sense. Now I have a very strange thing I want to bring up, and that is the voice acting community, because um, you, for those of you who have not watched uh, Nakataku. Okay, you can. I'll let you. I'll let you talk about them. Okay. I'm not going to talk too much about Nux, but basically he made a video about the anime voice act, anime dubbing community. And there's a few things I want to talk about when it comes to anime dubbing, or just dubbing in general. It's usually very bad. And Aaron, you can't disagree with this. Can't disagree with what, my guy? That, that, okay, usually most dubbing is not, is not good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, bang, zoom, and four kids. Like, we have four kids, uh, bang, zoom. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure dub, which... I think it's fine. Let me tell you. Do you want to know the reason I think I hate part two? So I don't. I, I think part two. Hate okay, part two? Get out. Okay, we're, we're stopping this right now. Get out. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. I think if I were to read part two, I would love it. If I were to have watched it in the sub, I would have loved it. You watched it in the dub, didn't you? Yes. Wow. And. Stupid. The, yeah, because you see, at the time, I thought it'd be kind of cool because um, it's, the first part takes place in England. And the second part takes place in America, so I thought, hey, it would be fun to have them do the, do be in English. And then when I go to Japan, uh, when I go to part three, which takes place in Japan, it would be fun to have it in Japanese. Like that, that sounds like kind of a little fun gimmick, right? That was a huge mistake on my part. Mm -hmm. And Joseph's voice. Yeah, in the dub, it's not that good. In the Japanese, is. Oh, baby, that's a, that's a good shit right there. Okay, so another thing I want to bring up is, in the voice acting community, what is, what is your opinion on, like, fan dubbing? Mm -hmm. Now, fan dubbing will range from a few things. Number one, just an actual legitimate dub. Number two, just comic dubbing. And number three, abridging, which I want to get into more detail a little bit later. Yeah. How long are we making this, by the way? However long I want. <laughs> okay. Because, because, because I can't be here forever, like... I know it's, like, it's yeah. I understand that like whenever you have to go that is when it has to end but at around I, like uh, well, I don't I don't want to make it like super duper long as well let's let, let's end it around like 7:30 you have about like 28 more minutes like maybe uh, 7:45 is is chill Okay okay 7:45 I'm okay with that yeah Yeah so anyways what is your opinion on like fan dubbing 
uh, my opinion on fan dubbing, huh? Uh, fan dubbing, it can be good a lot of the time. It can also be horrible a lot of the time because people's mind quality is literally worse than a goddamn pencil sharpener, but you got my <laughs> point. Like the, seriously, the, just, it, it just, it's sometimes it's just so bad. Like, it, it it's just so bad sometimes. Like, Christ. I, I, it just annoys me. Like, Jesus. It, it's like, it's like, it's like, if, if we're doing a goddamn, uh, thing, like, if you're gonna do like a fan dub, actually make, you know, get a good mic, something. You know, just yeah. annoys me. So, so I want to talk a little bit about abridging because I think abridging has a lot to do with voice acting. Oh, you can hear me, right? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I want to make sure sure that you can hear me since we've had a lot of uh, audio problems throughout mm -hmm. this recording. So what I was gonna say is one of my. I think you're gonna agree with this. One of the I think the was some, one of the best things I think I watched. Has to have been the seven deadly schmucks or seven deadly sins of bridge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, personally, my favorite bridge of all time is Helsinger Bridge, but you know. Yeah, Helsing is Helsinger Bridge was amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. It's either Helsing or, or DBZ or Bridge. It's one of those. Yeah, two. I get, I get that. I have a lot of nostalgia for seven deadly schmucks because because that um, too. It's so good. Yeah, because like, I get that. Like the first, the first episode wasn't amazing. The third episode, the 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 episodes. After the first episode, was it truly magical? And what I've learned about um, about abridging is that the worse the anime, the better the abridge. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that to say like help. that's why that's why Sao abridge I think objectively is the most ingenious uh, like abridged I've ever seen. Because here's the thing about it: Helsing, good show. Devin Dudley Sins, good show. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, great show. Sao is one of the worst shows I've ever seen, and somehow some some something Woody Entertainment made it something just amazing. Like it's it's so good. My like Christ, it's it's just really good. Like goddamn. This is nice. <laughs> wow, nice puppy, nice puppy. Yeah, I wanted this. I wanted him to say hi. Yeah. So back to the bridge three. Yeah. But like. I understand that. Uh, also, ghost stories. Ghost now, ghost stories and uh, my first girlfriend is a gal. These are two of the most terrible shows, for lack of a better term. They're not good in any way. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? Lack of a better term? It's literally just a bad show. Like. Yeah, they are. They are terrible. However, the the dub the the dubbers, the people who are dubbing, the voice actors, they basically just rewrote the entire show as a comedy, both of them, and made it great. And like, uh, Seven, Seven Deadly Sins of Bridge. I think I love it so much that I've forgotten the, the original dub voice actors, and I can only hear like the, the abridged version. And between which one I'd watch, I would honestly watch an entire abridged of Seven Deadly Schmucks than watch the actual series. Yeah, same. I'm like, the original series, I wouldn't say it was terrible. It does suffer from bad character syndrome. Yeah. Or character bad syndrome. Bad character syndrome. But it's not a fucking syndrome. It's just the okay, show. Okay, no. Sing also, okay, wrong way to put it. Singularity character syndrome, which is when a, when a show has some really, really good characters, 
and everything else and everyone else is terrible. And like, however, in the in the abridged, everyone has personality. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, like Meliodas is a goddamn Irish is a goddamn Irish cunt, but like he's a leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. Bon is just a goofy. He's just a goofy bitch. Dude, I am. I'm Bon. <laughs> a king is just. King is just a massive simp. Uh, um, Deanne makes too much sense. Deanne, yeah, yeah, sure does. Uh, the pig. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Gother, 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 Giant leprechaun. <laughs> oh my God, Gilthunder! Gilthunder was amazing. Gilthunder. I remember this one line from him. Uh, Princess Elizabeth, I see you. You have the voice of an angel with a terrible voice. <laughs> <laughs> that little line was so ingenious. Yeah. Like I, I know I'm just simping for um, the abridged, but it was just so interesting to listen to. Like, and the reason I honestly say that is because of the voice acting. It really shows that even without the best writing skill, I mean, it does have the best writing. It's really good writing. Yeah, it's really good. And even without, like, the most amazing graphics ever, just some good voice acting could put something to be incredible. Yeah, yeah. And it really shows how much impact you can have on the community if you're able to get, if you're able to get up and going. It's a giant leprechaun. (laughs) Oh my god, a leprechaun. Uh, okay. uh, but like, uh, actually, actually, something I kind of thought about recently is this. It doesn't really have much to do with like our actual like thing that we're talking about like right now when it comes to, like Seven Deadly Sins and stuff. But actually, actually, I mean, actually, actually, you know what it does? Did you know what Seven Deadly Sins actually got a video game? Yeah, I played it. I did not like it that much. Honestly. It wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, but, but let me just actually speaking. Actually, this is what I was talking about. Games that are not that good or something that's just not that fun for me. I realized something about like more specifically like anime games and arena fighters and stuff like that. Those games and stuff, yeah, they can they have an audience. Yeah, people can like it, but like they're mostly just kind of like bad because and it's and it sucks because they need to get like because they need to get them out like get them out on a yearly basis. But the issue with that is this: that never really makes like a super duper fooper good game. It just just makes it, it makes it makes a game that like it makes a game that that people think about for a bit and knows knows is bad and when they bring it up it's like I don't like that game that much. But something that Miyamoto, one of the uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, the man who made Mario and stuff like that, yeah, he he once said, "A delayed game is eventually good, and a bad game is bad forever." But on the other hand, there can also be times when a delayed game is bad. But that's not that's not my, my point. The main point is this: a bad game. It's just a bad game. A delayed game has a really good chance of being good, and it's also a really good chance of being bad. But, you know. But most of the times, they're going to be pretty good. I mean, like, No More Heroes 3 just got delayed. They actually just got delayed to 2021, but still. Yeah, I get that. And, like, that makes a lot of sense. So something I was going to bring up is just excuse the dog. So a lot of the so a big thing I'm I understand that you want to have I know that we're mainly talking about voice acting but what really wanted you to be like a psychiatrist or a doctor? Uh, doctor, my dad, and uh, and uh, therapist. I just thought that'd be fun. Uh, I think that for lack of a better term, therapy is one of the most I think difficult and easy jobs simultaneously. What do you mean easy? Okay, listen. All you have to do is sit there and listen to the person's problems. Yeah, but I need to help them. Yeah, the hard part is is helping them. 
Yeah. So one thing I really want to show you is I I understand that you probably won't do this, but I still want to show you this because, well, two things. Number one, number one, I want to share with you a little fact. Well, two. So have you ever heard of the coconut crab? I've heard about it. Uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about it. So do you want to guess how much force this guy's um, this guy's uh, bite is? What is it? Was what? Not not bite. I mean the the crunch of the the crunch of the claw. How much is it? Oh, nothing much. Just like around the same bite force of a lion. Christ, that's crazy. <laughs> like I want you to imagine that you're just pinched by a crab, and you get the force of a lion biting down on you. Mm. And now the second thing, and that is the bombardier beetle. So now I'm going to show you, I'm going to do a little bit of a screen share to show you this. Yeah. So the bombardier beetles are round beetles, which are the most notable for their defense mechanism. When distributed, they eject a hot, noxious chemical spray from the tip of the abdomen with a popping sound. In short, they fart explosions. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, have you ever heard of Johnny Test? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. You haven't lived till you've watched Johnny Test, man. I watched it back then. It was a pretty... It was a fun show. show. Now, the thing about it is, during the first episode, one of the abilities was the power poop, which literally is farting The power poop. Yeah. Yep. And you see, that is now possible, because the bombardier beetle literally has the power poop. (laughs) Is that not incredible? Uh, it's... It is. And now the last thing I want to give you is a little bit of... I don't think this is a gift, and I, but I think you could try it out. And that is, uh, you see this? Uh, yes, yes, I do. You can voice for Tijolian. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of neat. Probably won't end up doing that, though, but still, it's pretty cool. Uh, anyways, I'd like to thank you for coming on to the show. This was truly a really, I really had fun doing this. Yeah, we, uh, should, do this, uh, we should do this again sometime if you want to continue doing this. I mean, we'll probably do this again. It'll it'll be a while because I need to. I guess, for lack of a better term, we need to restock on on topic conversations. Even though this top, even though the conversation. Went yeah, crazy. I just have a lot I could talk about, but still. Anyway. Yeah, we have a lot we could talk about. Anyways, uh, thank you to our viewers who have somehow watching through all this. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for being my guest. No problem. Thank you. Just a second. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you for watching, and as always, keep her professional. Psych! No, no, no. <laughs> keep her professional, everybody. 